Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Mario Cristobal Show. Joe Zagacki, Don Bailey Jr., University of Miami head coach Mario Cristobal. This week, the Hurricanes go on the road to Scott Stadium in Charlottesville, Virginia to take on the Cavaliers at 1230. Coach, first... Uh, We'll look back to the autopsy of Duke, and really the headline there is Miami beating Miami, right? Eight turnovers in that game. Sure did. You know, we, uh, we had some opportunities, especially to take control of the game, and uh, we turned the ball over. Um, we have worked on ball security, but obviously not well enough and had opportunities, again, to capitalize on being down in the red zone and didn't do that and uh, gave away the momentum, got it back, and then gave it away once again. So obviously back to work. Coach, you're proving you can fix things. You had a ton of penalties against Virginia Tech. That ball game, you only had three for 30 yards. Mm-hmm. You've yeah. proven that you can fix it. Well, certainly things that uh, we have emphasized things and we've gotten good results and then some other things are popping up. Um, we just got to stay at it. That's the bottom line. There's no sugarcoating it. You know, some things showed up well, but there's a lot of things that need to be a lot better. Uh, the approach has been one that has been direct and blunt and uh, one of just a working mentality and we expect to continue to work at it and we expect to get better. Uh, probably should jump into Van Dyke. He uh, got off to a good start then got knocked out of the game. Uh, moving forward, what do you think his status might be and how's that going to affect your quarterback situation? Well, we're monitoring his health on a daily basis and seeing how it progresses. Um, in the meantime, you know, should he not be able to play Jake has always done a really good job. Uh, he had his moments Saturday, both good and not so good, but we have a lot of um, confidence in him. He's, a, he's an excellent football player. And Jakari's also an excellent player as well, and he's played really well for us. And he gives us a lot of things also that defenses have to prepare for. So all in all, you know, whatever uh, Tyler's health brings, we'll be ready for. Coach Colby Young again. It seems like he's the, he's the name of the week. Shows up big for Miami, six catches, 127 yards. He gets the touchdown, one of the longest plays of the season, or the longest play of the season, 71-yarder as well. Just the more he's on the field, the better he gets. Continues to get better and better. Hard worker. I know we spoke about him last time. Uh, it just hard work pays off. You know, hard work works, and he's a perfect example of that. And he seems mature. I mean, we interviewed him after the game. A mature guy and understands his role and, and really wants to win. Wants to win, very happy for his teammates when they have success. He, he's the right kind of guy. You know, you really want guys like that in your program. Uh, speaking of going back to Jakari for just a moment, the Hokie game, he had the 22 yards rushing. We almost broke one. Then in this past game, you had a wide receiver for an end around at quarterback. This is a guy that has multiple uh, skills. And not only that, he can throw the football. 
he's an excellent quarterback and has a, a super bright future here at the University of Miami. So um, again, another guy that, and he's he's also a, a leader of that freshman class. You know, he does a great job of rounding those guys up and bringing great juice and energy. Coach Will Mallory dinged up against Virginia Tech, comes back, was impactful in the ball game, and seems another guy that we talk about every week. It's, he's a very important part of this program. Yeah, he's one of those guys that has consistently played well this season. Every opportunity he's had, he's made the most of, and he didn't get enough credit for his block in this past game. Did a great job, both blocking on the perimeter and at the line of scrimmage. Coach, you mentioned this after the game, but really, I think uh, the backbreaker in this game, probably a big lesson for, for your team. You go up 21-17, take the lead in the third quarter, come out red hot, and they, they respond with an 18 play, 90 yard drive, 75 yard drive, and converted a couple of plays on the money downs. That was, that was a backbreaking drive, I think, right? It was 20 play drive, uh, a couple fourth down conversions, um, I think four third down conversions, um, but it's still you know a tight game. It's a three right. point game. And then uh, we go down the field. We get in their territory, fourth and three. You know That's one in hindsight to say, all right, maybe punt it and play field position. Uh, but we had scored quickly on two successive drives. I felt like we needed to take the momentum. I felt like we needed to take the defense off the field. So I chose to go for it. Um, and we didn't get it. They go down and they score. But it's still a 10-point game. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I got to do a better job at, at helping our team understand the importance of resiliency and, and taking a punch right in the mouth and being able to, to take it, to get up, and start throwing your own, you know, and come on back because uh, we needed to respond at that moment. And when we didn't do it as a team, as an organization, that's on all of us. Coach, and that's a part of the process. Everybody talks about the process, helping young men understand what it takes to win. They have to be taught the process, but also how to win football games. We, one thing that we're drilling and have drilled since the day we got here is that we have to have the mentality that there's no bad play, bad call, no score, that we can't overcome. The tougher a game gets, the better we are supposed to play. Okay, and we've got to work that into existence. So when those situations arise, we have to find a way to put our players in position to be successful, to find ways to dig ourselves out so that we can truly feel what that is like, because that has to become part of our DNA. We're not there yet. You know, to expand on that conversation, and you mentioned this in your, your weekly press conference, this is not only football, this is life. They're not handing out trophies for, for anything, right? You know, when you go to Virginia on Saturday, there's a thing there in the end zone called the, the, the scoreboard. It's going to start going, right? They're going to keep score, and the players have to understand that's life. You've had some setbacks, but the score, you're going to keep score every day. Without a doubt. It, it doesn't stop. You know, this is supposed to be the greatest training ground for your future as a human being. And training a competitive response is a daily thing. It's a drill-to-drill -drill thing, right? How you finish, how you start every single drill, and then how you assess it and come back and do it better will eventually show up. Well, we gotta keep repping it and working at it. We just gotta keep doing it until we can't get it wrong. So, all, all back to work. And the big thing is, is not creating false hope for anyone. The, the, you have made sure that you have defined the goals and the work that needs to be done to get to those goals, and it happened, you, you reinforce it every day. 100%, and we, we clearly understood that. You know, we, we were very fortunate to have a lot of guys leave some prominent programs and positions knowing what the future of Miami is, but also understanding that presently you've got to work. You have to be tough-minded, strong-minded, strong-willed, because you have to overcome things and you have to build things the right way, and building things the right way is sometimes painful. 
So that's all right. There can't be any flinch and there can't be any reservation or hesitation. Got to get back to work and keep working into reality. Uh, Duke came in with a pretty experienced defensive line, front six or seven, whatever you want to uh, phrase it. Uh, you lost to Dennis in the game. Maybe Seymour, Lawrence Seymour started at right guard. Ja'Kai went in at center. How did that, uh, in your evaluation, what, what did you see? Well, you know, we, we've got to get better. You know, certainly um, we, we have some missing parts that we had to begin the season. You know, we uh, by now we were hoping Zion Nelson would be ready to play, and he hasn't been. And then, uh, you know, losing Justice. Justice is uh, just one of the most physical players on the football team. Uh, and uh, Ja'Kai had been banged up, so Dennis had stepped in. And Dennis, you know, he, he got his feet wet at Virginia Tech. Um, but he had, you know, some ups and downs. He was really playing well. He was really, really playing well. It's a shame, um, you know, this is the second time he hurts himself in, uh, in the past, you know, 14, 15 months of his career. He's going to be okay. You know, we'll, we'll keep evaluating him, see where he's at. But uh, he was doing really well, and we got to go with what, uh, the next man up. Henry Parrish starts the season on fire, and you saw a big spark out of him last week as well. He's got a good guy that has to get the ball more. He does. He does. He's uh, a guy that has put in the time. He, uh, he, he looks like he's back to form. He's invested the time. He's a guy that needs more touches. You did come out of the, we didn't address this, but you did come out of the locker room on fire. I mean, <laughs> there, there, yeah, I imagine when you look back and do an autopsy, you try to find some things to build off of, and you go in the locker room down, and all of a sudden, within three minutes, you're back, you're in front of that game. Yeah, I mean, we, when we started the game, we started off well also, right? Yeah, right. You know, got the ball back and scored right away. Then really three turnovers that result in 14 opponent points. And you come out of the locker room and you flip that around again and take the lead. Well, you got to sustain that, you know? You have to sustain that mental intensity, that physical intensity, that physicality. And, uh, and we didn't do it. That's the bottom line. So we have to find ways to make sure we do that. Coach, I want to share with our listeners and the people that are that watch this as well is the importance of, I call it Correction Sunday. It's not like no matter win, lose, or draw, you go through every single play with every single player and discuss it. And to use Joe's word, autopsy, you go through everything and make sure everybody understands what they've done, done wrong, but also what they've done right. Absolutely. You know, you, whether you win or lose, you still, if you have an error or an issue, you need to fix it because if you don't, it's going to show up again, mm -hmm. right? People and uh, your opponents are going to watch film. They're going to scout you. And if something shows up and they can exploit it, you, you better believe they're, they're coming after that particular part of your game or that particular player, that personnel grouping. So you always make sure you dive into it. And then you start tweaking. You start finding ways to create wrinkles and some eyewash, dress things up, and then complement things, right? You can't show up the same every single week. Uh, did, I think it's worth noting also, uh, Don mentioned uh, Colby Young. You talked about him. He did have back-to-back. -back, it is back-to-back 100-yard -back receiving games, uh, 127 against Duke, 110 against uh, Virginia Tech, Jacoby George got back involved, and now you should get Rashard Smith back. So some of those wide receiver threats, you're going to have a few more weapons. We're starting to get a couple guys healthy, you know, out there at the wide receiver position. Um, you know, Restrepo, I think, is working his way back to health as well. So that should really, you know, be a tremendous uh, asset for us, especially, you know, with the quarterback situation, not knowing where it's at right now, having guys that have played and have had some success is certainly going to be helpful. Coach, talk to us about a competitor's response. We, you, hear, you use that term, and it's something that's a part of great football teams, or great, actually great teams, period. Mm -hmm. But explain to everyone what that really means and how you handle competition. 
Well, I mean, whether, whether you know, people want to realize or not, adversity's coming, you know? You're not going to walk through or sprint through anybody in this day and age in, in college football. It's coming, and you're going to get hit in the mouth. And then, so what are you going to do when that happens? What are you going to do when there's an injury? You turn the ball over, or maybe the play call wasn't what it needed to be. And the other team jumped on you, and they created momentum. One of the greatest things in college football is momentum. One of the strongest mm -hmm. determining factors is momentum. So are you going to allow it? to go that way or you're going to put a stop to it and gain it back and and a competitor's response is one that comes from within it's not externally motivated it's one there where you know what no matter what i'm going to find a way to make sure i do everything i can to put my team in a great position to win all right and that means that you can't allow any bad play any bad injury right any penalty to take away from the mindset where you know you can get the next first down. You know you're going to score on that drive. You know you're going to stop them whether they got the ball on the, in your red zone on a turnover or not. It's a mentality thing. It's a DNA thing. And we, uh, we're working on that relentlessly to get there. Okay, we will move forward. Coming up next, it's Miami and Virginia. We'll talk about the Cavaliers, Canes and Virginia from Scott Stadium on Saturday at 1230. We'll discuss that right after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, we move forward. Miami and Virginia coming up on Saturday. 12.30 kickoff. Scott Stadium in Charlottesville, Virginia. Hurricanes haven't been to Charlottesville in a couple of years because of the COVID season. The 20th meeting. Miami leads the series 11-8. Uh, the series is split over the last four games. Uh, this is a team offensively. They got a bevy of weapons and size. This guy, Lavelle Davis, is 6'7". Keaton Thompson, uh, we've seen him play every position imaginable. Uh, Armstrong's a heck of a quarterback. They've struggled a little bit trying to get it going. Uh, offensive line, a little bit of a question, but they did beat Georgia Tech, and they, they can be explosive. Yeah, they, they played really well against Georgia Tech, and like you mentioned, they're one of the most talented teams in the conference. Defensively, they were extremely disruptive. I know that they did not, did not allow an offensive touchdown from Georgia Tech, and they got after the quarterback. Uh, they're top 40, 30, and 20 in just about every defensive category out there. Very disruptive. Um, they're a really good football team. Coach, you have to locate, if you're on the offensive side of the ball, number 15, Chico Bennett. He comes into the ball game with six sacks up to this point in the season. Yeah, he's twitchy, long, explosive. Uh, their entire front uses their hands really well. They're very well coached. They come off the ball with flat backs. They get their hands inside. They press you. You know, a guy like Bennett, I mean, he goes speed to power. He goes speed rush. He's got his inside moves. He lines up wide. He lines up tight. Sometimes they line up those guys inside. They do a lot of stuff. And on third down, they get exotic. You know, they really challenge your protection. So certainly we got to be at our best. Yeah, so it's worth noting they had eight sacks, which was one short of a uh, school record for them against Georgia Tech. They held Georgia Tech to six for 21 
on third down and then force a record 10 punts. No doubt. No, they played a really, really good game. Um, what stood out most was that they really play with physicality. So our guys are excited to go up there and have an opportunity to play against a team like this. Coach, when you, you take the team on the road, the experience, past experiences with you as the head coach certainly help you adjust to things on the road. You expect them, Miami, to adapt and walk into this stadium and have, act like they've been there before. Well, I mean, when you go on the road, it's, it's pretty simple. You pack your toughness, you pack your resiliency, right? You pack your execution, you pack your leadership. Leadership's got to show up, right? It's got to show up, you know, whether you're ahead or whether you're behind, whether things are going well, they're not going well, whether it's whenever it gets tough, leadership has to show up. You got to pack all that stuff and cut out all noise, all people, all distractions. I know that it truly is a business trip. I mean, you're landing, you're meeting, you're eating, you're going to bed, you're waking up and you're hitting the ground running for a 12:30 kickoff. So we, um, I think our guys understand that. I think it's also uh, maybe a topic to explore. You, you guys and you, you and your staff are only going to I think your, your fourth ACC game, right? Uh, um, as you evaluate the ACC, is it too early to compare it to other stops where you and your coaching staff uh, have been and uh, just trying to adjust to ACC play as well? That's got to be uh, something that's part of this season, right? It's really good players. I mean, you see good players at all levels, you know, at the front lines, the second level, third level, good skill players. It seems like everybody has a really good quarterback as well. So just uh, impressed with the, the caliber and quality of play in the ACC. Coach, you want to go back to Brandon Armstrong. We've seen him, it seems like, for 10 years. He's been around, he's experienced, but he's thrown 57 touchdowns and he moves well, lefty guy, and, and just uh, a motivated quarterback to make a play. He'll sacrifice his body every team, every snap if he has to. He's one of the best players in the country, and um, that ball comes out fast now. He's not holding it, and if he feels pressure, he makes things happen, keeps his eyes down the field, You know, gets in and out of sticky situations. Like you mentioned, just plays a lot of courage, a lot of toughness. You know, If he has to throw his body around, he will, mm-hmm. uh, but he certainly finds ways to make plays with the ball and getting the ball down the field. Another running quarterback, right? Uh, Maybe not as many design runs, but like you said, he's not afraid to flee the pocket. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. He just he can hurt you in a lot of different ways. Uh, he makes their offense go, and certainly he's a reason why they've had success over the past several years. And one more shot on the, Virgi- on the Virginia defense. They held Georgia Tech to the low 200s as far as total offense for the day. That's no impressive. Doubt. No doubt. They, they, they knocked them back at the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. you know, on both sides of the ball. They did a really good job taking control of the line of scrimmage, getting penetration, creating negative plays tackles for losses and then getting him in tough third down situations which led to six for 21. Third and long all of a sudden you know becomes a little bit more difficult when you got guys like like Ben and company coming off the edge. The other thing you mentioned momentum football momentum and uh, as long as you have a team that keeps fighting and you right you never know when this thing flips and catches fire. Virginia's hoping the same thing they were struggling go to Atlanta and win so for the University of Miami you never know when this thing catches fire. Well, you got to keep fighting, you got to keep working, and we're all here for the same purpose, to build a program the right way, to eventually reach championship status, and we've got to take every step possible to get better and to go find a way to be successful. And Coach, you have the blueprint. You've done this. I mean, you've learned it, and you've done it, and you've implemented it, and it's come true. I've been lucky. You know, I've been fortunate to be at places where uh, the blueprint has been the same with some tweaks and at every stop it's worked and it's worked to a T, you know, from uh, the national level to the group of five level to, I mean, going up north, going out west, going to the SEC. It's been uh, been a part of it as an assistant coach, a player, a head coach, and uh, it's always um, 
It's always it stood the test of time. You know, mm-hmm. it's got great results, and uh, every starting point is different. You know, we have our starting point, and we're working at it full throttle. And uh, our coaches are enthused. They see the big picture. Our players understand the demands that come with this blueprint, and they're adapting and working hard on it. And they want to win. You know, we got to pour every ounce into our players. But the only thing you can't put on is you can't put on a stopwatch. It it, it takes its own time to develop, depending upon the place you're at. I mean, for me, it's like, I mean, I'm, I'm a builder by nature. I mean, that's every stop, it's been a building process minus one that was already built right in Tuscaloosa. So, um, yeah, the building process and the rebuilding process for me is where, like, you really make your hay. I mean, when you really establish what you are, you know, you know what you are when you go to bed at night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And knowing what we are, knowing what we came here to do for us, we get up and we hit the ground running because we're excited of where it's heading and how we're gonna get there. In the meantime, are you, have we taken some lumps? Yeah, we've taken some lumps, man. That's difficult, that's hard. Especially when you played here, you know? It means it means that much more, it's that much different, but put on the 18 and 20 hours and keep chopping wood, because it's gonna turn our way. I'll tell you, the other thing that's, uh, I think, gonna be very exciting, I do my own little surveys, you know? I go to a high school game the other night and I got the U on, and I get a lot of U's flash, right? You go through the airport, I get a lot of use flash, and this is uh, the time of the year we're starting to get into that final stretch of early recruiting. I know there are a lot of people out there that are excited about joining the University of Miami, and you've built some really good relationships. Sure have, and we're not going to stop. You know, you know this uh, this college football industry is certainly about personnel, right? What you have in the locker room, what you have in the coaching rooms. Uh, what you have in support staff, personnel, right? Always recruit the best at all levels. Surround yourself with high-achieving, tough-minded people that want to grind and be a part of it. And that, that love the game, that can't live without the game of football. That's what, you know, the goal for me is to surround ourselves with those kind of people. Coach, one thing you're making sure of is that the people you are recruiting trust you, the university, and the staff that you have in place. And that's the best message to sell. Got to be honest. Got to be transparent. You know, show them uh, the best. Uh, the best indicator of, of future performance is what you've done in the past, right? Where you've been and how you've done things. You know, are, has your teams won? Have you produced top round picks? Have your guys graduated? Right? Are your guys doing good things? All those things. We've been fortunate enough to surround ourselves with coaches that have done that at the highest level, and uh, we all know and believe and trust this will be the best one. Not everybody in your business loves recruiting. You love recruiting. I do. Why, why, why do you like it? Is it why do you like it so much? Is it the people you meet, the challenge? What's what, what drives you in that in oh, recruiting? It's, it's everything. You know, when I was a player here, um, I remember Coach Johnson had told me, he asked me if I wanted to win, and I looked at him, you know, like he's half crazy. What do you mean? What kind of question is that, Coach? Of course. He goes, well, you better recruit your teammates. You know, you want to win. Who do you want to play beside? When you put your dirt, your hand in the dirt and you're coming off your three-point stance, don't you want to trust the guy next to you? Don't you want to trust a quarterback that's getting the snap? Don't you want to trust a receiver that's running the route? That defensive tackle you're practicing against every day, don't you want him to get the ball back for you? You know, so it, uh, that always hit me hard. You know, surround yourself with really good people, again, that are tough, that are willing to do the tough stuff and go through the tough times because it always pays off. Coach, the, the biggest concern or the biggest thing that you're looking at when you're going on the road to play Virginia about this football team? What do you need to make sure they feel like when they board that plane on Friday? Confidence and conviction. That's the most important thing. You know, at some point in time, 
and it could be right from the get-go, there's going to be adversity, resistance, and tough moments. And that's where all the training has to come into play. If we train a certain way, well, we got to have it show up a certain way. And by that, I, I put that on all of us, you know. Just because we're training it doesn't mean it's automatic. So if it's not showing up in certain spurts in the game, we got to continue pushing and coaching it until it does show up. You know, we got to keep creating scenarios that trains our minds and our bodies to react and respond a certain way so we get the desired results. So keep tweaking the process so that when we board that plane, that we have confidence and trust in each other to go out and perform to the best of our abilities. Okay, Miami and Virginia on the grounds of the University of Virginia. They call it the grounds, not the campus, the grounds. Okay. Okay. The grounds of the University of Virginia. Coach, the very best of luck. Thank you very much. All right, that's University of Miami head coach Mario Cristobal. Stay with us. The show will continue right after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.